forever. Dog. Warning. The following episode is a street fight of polite but intense theme park conversation. It's park versus park, Orlando, Florida versus all other cities, and one company's vinyl collectibles versus another company's vinyl collectibles. Zack Ryder joins us to talk theme park toys on today's Podcast The Ride. Podcast The Ride, the theme park podcast hosted by three men who all last night spent 15 minutes texting each other Google map overheads of Disneyland. That is true. I think actually now that I think about it, I wrote that, but I think I was the one primarily sending the overheads. But we were all discussing sort of the breakdown of Disneyland. By the way, my name is Mike Carlson. I'm joined by Jason Sheridan. Hi. And Scott Gardner. And uh, you were right, but what, yeah, you sent a, a map because this was based on the idea of can the Tron... Uh, coaster fit somewhere into Disneyland. And I believe I told you I had previously done right. map comparisons to like, and sort of like eyeballed. All right. So the, at this scale, the coaster is an inch. And mm-hmm. so if you move this inch from Shanghai on top of, you know, on top of the Autopia, if you were to get rid of something that is unnecessary in Disneyland, such as the Adobe or the submarines, there I said it. Yeah, uh, sure. I, uh, you know, uh, uh, w- would it fit? I think, but I we, we what we agreed on essentially is that, uh, you know, I, I think I think gut almost anything in Tomorrowland to get that Tron ride mm-hmm. in. Just save Space Mountain, and yep. everything else can go. Everything we, else can go. Because I looked at it and we were talking about, because the Space Autopia and the subs take up, it's massive. Like you could fit what looks like seven Space Mountains in that. I could be wrong. That's not exact. But mm-hmm. when you really see it overhead, you go, look at all the land that is just wasted here on two rides that I never go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as we discussed last week, the monorail track in Disneyland especially has been changed and reconfigured so much. It's not an alien idea to that. No. They can- they can rejigger that easy. however they want. We we started talking about. Uh, we're going to get to an interview, by the way, with uh, WWE superstar uh, and podcaster Zach Ryder, aka Matt Cordona, uh, in just a little bit. Oh my God! Um, a superstar from a another superstar. avenue, uh, 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 from Orlando, from Paradise. Yes. He will be taking away some of his precious Paradise time to join us. Right. He's won an Intercontinental title. He's won a U.S. title. But we don't care. We're more impressed that he's living in Orlando. That's the thing that yeah. we care so much. About. We want to ask him about that. We're going to ask him about uh, theme park toys. We could, I guess, and just talk to any Orlando resident. I'm glad if we're going to talk to anyone that it is a WWE superstar. But, right. Uh, uh, some um, of some of his questions we're we're going to ask him apply yeah. to almost anybody. And right. I'm excited because oftentimes we reach consensus, or at least like, well, I. I I don't agree with you, but I understand where you're coming from. But uh, Matt has some real hot takes, and yeah, uh, uh, yeah it's good we have. It's good to have opposite opinions yeah. on Will the show. Will we be flustered? Sometimes. Will we be alarmed? Will we agree? We are always flustered. I mean, always I think that's clear. In our lives in yeah, general. Yeah. Um, sure. So, yeah, just to go circle back to what we were talking about, I think that we started talking about Disneyland and the layout and where stuff could go is because we saw this video that is sweeping theme park Twitter and everything, else, every social media. Yeah. Uh, this Beauty and the Beast ride coming to Tokyo Disney. 
Disney Sea? No, it's Disney, Disney right? Disney, Disney, Disney Land, I okay. believe. Yes. Uh, that is... is that, am I wrong? I, I'm not even sure where is the I think issue. It's, I think you're right. I think it's Disneyland because they're doing the Disney Sea expansion with... it's That's in 2022 and it's going to have uh, Peter Pan and there's a Frozen thing and that's all there, I believe. Okay. Um, so yeah, Tokyo Disneyland and it's three minutes long and it shows off robots. Like they show so much in this. Yeah. And the primary thing i mean you see robots look they're they're all great uh but you essentially you see robots of the beast of uh bell's horse philippe as of course. I say, all the philippe fans get ready you're finally going to see a fully rendered philippe but also uh bell several animatronics of bell and i don't want to speak for you guys but to me the bell animatronics the most mind-blowing absolutely it is like so alive and has the texture of a cartoon character mm-hmm. all of the oddity that you feel with i think i think that aerial animatronic ended up pretty good but i think there were probably like errors on the way and your hair was weird at a, at a certain yeah. point the the bell animatronic is so crazy out of the gate yeah it is just it is a a, a living toy or something the, her moving is i think what everybody's responding to and i think it initially I thought because I saw a thumbnail of that, like when she's got, I think she has like the lantern. Like, I don't know what scene that's from. Maybe it's, I think it's from the winter when she's like looking for something or the beast. Mm-hmm. I can't remember exactly. I could be wrong. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, she's not wearing a winter coat. So don't crucify me on Twitter for this. They maybe they'll give her, they'll give her the coat later. They maybe haven't bought the, the coat right. yet. Maybe the coat is not there yet, but she's walking. And it basically is the important part. And I saw a thumbnail of it and I thought it was a cartoon and I showed the whole thing to my girlfriend, Lindsay, and she, I had to tell her that is a robot because she goes, oh, I thought that was just a CGI bell. It looks, yeah. if you haven't watched this and please look it up, although I think the name of the video is, uh, is in Japanese. Uh, so learn Japanese and then look up the, the video. But uh, yeah, it looks absolutely like very well rendered 3D animation. Yeah. But it is a physical thing in some warehouse somewhere that'll soon be in, in the parks in Japan. But it it moves not just like smooth movement or lifelike, but I th- Scott, you said movement like the animation movement, like, and they mm-hmm. said they worked with the animation studio, but they always said we worked hand in hand with this part. Blah, blah, but, blah. but in this case, but it's this yeah. case, and like the lantern dangle, like you can see the lantern moving, like if you were holding a lantern, mm-hmm. like it's it's so crazy. Not just they could make it look so natural, but look natural in a style of animate, like it's wild. Yeah, it's it's it reminded me of the Frozen ride because the Frozen ride has really great anima- animatronics and they move, you know, a good amount. And everybody always talks about the Olaf animatronic because he kind of follows you around. He walks and he like looks at you. Mm. But, you know, he's just stone, he's just like a snowman. He doesn't have to, you know, move like a human or whatever. I don't it, have to move anyway. Yeah. You don't want me to. <laughs> My limbs don't work like human limbs. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little Olaf. cartoon guy. I'm a cartoon snowman. Uh, Nothing says Christmas morning it does like sound, Pillsbury Crescent Rolls. It does sound like my Pillsbury Doughboy voice, which I've done for many years. But it is the similar voice. Mm, I'm a little I'm a little snowy doughy boy. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's what he says. Like he, we were just kind of loosely quoting him on the right. He says basically all that stuff. Yeah. Word for uh, so, yeah, a bit, but like he moves and that's the most impressive, impressive animatronic on that ride. But it looks like they took the moving part of it and they put it on the humans characters. And that's the really thing that's going to blow 
people's minds. I it's think this, and blew it's our this minds. odd step between there are the very humany characters like the all of presidents and like Benjamin Franklin climbing the uh-huh. stairs, and then there's pure cartoon characters which seem like in some I mean it's all very difficult to do but maybe uh-huh. easier to render a cartoon character and this is this in between a cartoon of a human that moves mm-hmm. so fluidly and so realistically it, it is it does feel like a just new type of animatronic entirely yeah it's it's cr- like w- between this and then those like stuntronics is that what they were called the marvel oh yeah uh, the flipping ones yeah they were like they may be called stuntronics and it was like they're going to be able to do a stunt show and robots will be able to do stunts and the robots will probably be dressed like Iron Man or something. But you'll have be able to have Iron Man fly through the air during a stunt show. So between these two, like all the robots are going to get way more realistic, like from hopefully from now on. And it's going to be awesome. Hopefully not scary. Hopefully not some sort of We're Skynet thing. inching but, closer and closer to the itchy and scratchy land episode. But those were clunky life. robots, even. I guess so. Those yeah. were, you, you had time to uh, prepare for an attack by those clunky, itchy, and scratchy robots. Well, no, we're heading closer and closer to Westworld. Mm. And it's finally, by the yeah. end of our lifetimes, we will be able to engage in sexual relations with <laughs> the Avengers. Robots. With the Avengers. With the yeah. Avengers. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I don't know who's in that Iron Man suit. Maybe it's a mm. hot lady or it's just Doesn't Iron matter. Man. Oh. Doesn't matter to me. That is the comic book equivalent of an eyes wide shut mask. <laughs> is, oh, yeah. Is you wear the Iron Man uh, uh, Anonymity. Maybe yeah. I'm in there. Maybe Olaf's in the suit. <laughs> oh, man. You know, this makes Jason me. Jason got really happy about thinking about kissing Olaf. Yeah. Dressed as Iron Man. <laughs> Dressed as Iron Man. Uh, uh, this, I'm melting in this suit. <laughs> this this makes me think of uh, Independence Day resurgence, which is a phrase uh, no one has ever said before. But, uh, you know, we had 20 plus years to prepare and we're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> 20 plus years to protect, uh, prepare for robot sex for at Disneyland. Specifically, yeah. I never <laughs> thought it would happen to me. Big Al, <laughs> he's a big, he's a thick boy, you know. <laughs> Takes a real man to take a Big Al down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, we finally outed ourselves what this podcast yep. has really always been all about. Kissing Size Iron Man Kissing and Iron Big Al. Man. Um, and I'm sure our our guest will be very happy to have this discussion as mm-hmm. his introduction yeah what so a, what a beautiful red carpet we just laid for him <laughs> uh yeah so we'll take a break and collect ourselves because now we're all heated up we're all flustered and we'll be right back Calm with down. our guest wwe zach Ryder, aka matt cardona all right folks welcome we'd like to welcome our very special guest you know him from the wwe and his podcast the major wrestling figure podcast he's the michael jordan of wrestling figure collecting matt cardona <laughs> aka zach Ryder. welcome to the show matt or zach or however we're going to whatever we'll say like do you prefer yeah, whatever it doesn't really matter to me i think at this point in my life most people call me zach even my dad uh <laughs> even though my real name is matt <laughs> That's funny. So, so, so yeah. So you, for personal, like close friends, they call you Matt. Yeah. Like my real name is Matt Cardona on the, the wrestling figure podcast. I'm Matt Cardona, AKA Zach Ryder. But most people, they know me as Zach Ryder. Nobody knows who Matt Cardona is, you know? Right. Right. Well, we can do yeah. Matt. We can try to get the word out that you are Matt. 
Either or, you know, okay. either or. I, I try to do both on the podcast, you know, so I can uh, create my real identity. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But what would you get stitched into Mickey ears? Ooh, <laughs> I mean, I would definitely, uh, I think I would definitely get the whole gimmick, all the Zack Ryder stuff, everything. All right, that makes That's sense. That's the way to go, sure. Do you think they could fit woo-woo-woo onto the back of Mickey ears? Is there enough See, room? I'm sure they could do it, but I would not do that. Okay. I wouldn't get that. No, that's where that's that's, that's across the line. line. That's yeah, a little yeah, sure. too aggressive of a brand, you know, branding. Right. A, a little too much. Like, like I listen. I'm right now. I'm in my. I you can't really see what I'm doing, but quote unquote office. I'm doing like the finger quotes. I say office, but there's a computer here and a bunch of like toys and stuff. But there's a Zack Ryder cardboard cutout with a Darth Vader slash Mickey Mouse helmet on it. So. You guys are missing that right now. Hey, that sounds great. Uh, you, yeah, for those of you who do not know, uh, Matt is, uh, can I say, an insane toy collector? <laughs> is that okay? Uh, sure, sure. If you want to say insane. I just say I'm a, a toy collector. Like sure. you said, the Michael Jordan of wrestling figure right. collecting. But He's an yeah. insane basketball player, I would call him, though. Because he's like so yeah. good, he does it so well. Oh, insane's a compliment. Right. I'm using it as a compliment. Oh, no, 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 mm-hmm. for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, we're gonna talk like theme park merch, toys, general theme park stuff. But before we start, I do. I don't know if you remember this. You've actually talked theme parks with with one of us, being me, the one person being me. We were at a mutual friend's wedding over the summer. I don't know if this jogs your memory. Uh, I do remember that at, uh, at John Morrison's wedding. So you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> we had a little, we had a little argument, right? Yes, we did. So, so now this is this is this is before I uh, heard the podcast. Now I listen all the time. So sure, I apologize. No, I apologize. no, it's okay. I, I wasn't calling you on it. I thought it was great. But did you know once you started listening to the podcast that that was me? I I kind of put two and two together, and I <laughs> I never was a hundred percent certain until just now. Sure. Can either uh, side of this give your uh, side of the events? Yeah, yeah. My recollection of it was that John, uh, John Hennigan, John Morrison, Johnny Mundo, he has many names. He was just on Survivor. He's everywhere. Uh, his wedding. And he said, hey, bro, this is my buddy, Mike. He has a theme park podcast. And my recollection is that you immediately started quizzing me like pretty hardcore about theme parks. I think your first question was, what's the best ride in Magic Kingdom? And it was like, I was right. like, whoa, whoa, wait, what? <laughs> and I was like, well, did you, and I think I said, well, when you say Magic Kingdom, you mean obviously Florida because Magic Kingdom. And you were like, well, there's, that's the only Magic Kingdom. And I said, well, they call the, you know, they call Disneyland sometimes Walt Disney's Magic Kingdom in videos. And I think you said then it's Space Mountain. The answer is Space Mountain. So that's my, <laughs> that's, that's my recollection of the start of it, at least. And I think people were like standing around and I think it turned into like, kind of like a rap battle of some where people would be like oh like once, <laughs> once like somebody uh, said a good thing or i was like well have you ever been in walt's apartment and then i think someone's like whoa yeah so, i mean to be honest i had a couple uh couple of drinks that day so i don't sure. really remember every little detail sure but no. what's funny is that i was quizzing you and now listening to your podcast i realized i don't know anything compared to you guys <laughs> <laughs> like that's like that's what i was talking on twitter about like I can't do like a whole topic. Like you guys know like the voices and rides. I, I thought I was a diehard, but you guys put me to shame. <laughs> well, you've pursued other uh, interests in a successful career. We have nothing better to do than know who Thurl Ravenscroft is. Okay, see, there you go. <laughs> but I, I mean, I like all my friends, 
they think I'm like this diehard Disney freak. They think I'm obsessed. They think I'm nuts because I, I, I have an annual pass in Orlando. I live in Orlando. So I go a couple times a month. And, you know, some people, they, they just don't get it, you know, at all. And right. you guys are like the opposite. You guys totally get it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> well, we get like, yeah, for a normal person, like you are unusual. But like like when you look at us for knowing like some 60-year-old character character actor doing voices of robots, yeah, like then that makes you look normal versus like right. so there's a whole spectrum is what I'm trying to say. But like we're all oh, absolutely all four of us are strange compared to the normal person in the world. <laughs> That's what we're all for four sure. of us are insane. Yeah, uh, Matt, yes. I do want to commend you for immediately going to get the upper hand on Mike because he will just, you can just tell by his voice, he will run roughshod over you if you don't establish dominance. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Now, now I know. Jason is Jason is happy that that's what everything went down. No, I honestly, out of, out of that interaction, I was like, that was the greatest thing. That could have, the best thing that could have happened was that. Like I got to like <laughs> talk theme parks in a very funny way. Uh, so do you stand you stand by that uh, uh, Space Mountain? Would that be your your assessment uh, today? Uh, for me, oh yeah, for sure. Space Mountain is my favorite. I know, like, okay, Pirates of the Caribbean, Haunted Mansion. Like, I get it; they're classics. But oh <laughs> man, there's no way I could ride those every day. So yeah, so so uh, I was listening to your interview with Kevin Perger, who does Defunct Land. And right. you were, yeah, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we've mentioned a million times, he does these great videos about the history of different rides, stuff that's not there, uh, stuff that's not in the parks anymore. And he also has a podcast and he interviewed you and you kept giving him heart attacks because he would bring up <laughs> like classic rides and you would be like, yeah, boring, gotta go. I would like to burn that down to like, you didn't, you said, I think Carousel Progress, for, correct me if I'm wrong, Carousel Progress, no. Gone, boring ride. I think you said it about. I think you even kind of soft said it about pirates, like pirates. No, no, no. Listen, I, listen. Pirates is a. I get it. I respect <laughs> it. I respect its history. You know, like every once in a while, I'll do it just to say I did it. But I think even as a kid, I thought it was boring. Okay, so that one's just boring. That one Car is not. Carousel, Carousel progress needs to go. Hundred percent. Right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shots fired. That shots fired. Because oh, like, the classic fans, you know, they like that's the history of Disney. So, would you would you even want to plus that up, or was it just like gone? Let's have a fun new ride. No, if you want to plus it up and update it, go ahead. But when's the last time it was updated? Oh, I don't know. Twenty years ago? Oh, even more because like, they still have '90s virtual reality. Like Grandma's playing like a fighter game. It's like one step above F Zero, just barely. That's zero point five. A few years ago, they swapped out like a furniture-sized uh, big screen TV uh, uh, with the you know big two part behind it for a modern flat screen TV, and that was the last update I noticed. <laughs> So the answer is they haven't really touched it in a while. Yeah. We're proving the nerddom here that Jason knew that the TV had been changed in the <laughs> final scene of Carousel of Progress. But that doesn't count. That's not enough for you. Yeah. So, no, so my, my mom, my mom came to uh, or my parents came to Orlando about a year ago and she really wanted to do Carousel of Progress. And I did not. But I went on because she's <laughs> my mom and, you know, give her a good time. 
and I was uh, asleep like halfway through it. Out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you do you even like the song? Like, is there any element of it you would like? Like, do you like the song? Is it charming at all to you? Do you like the songs in general on the rides? The famous songs like "Yo Ho Pirates Life." Uh, no, no, listen. Okay, I I shouldn't. Let me take it back. I don't hate pirates. I understand <laughs> its place in history. It's okay and it's cool. But like, all right, if I was going to take someone who's never been to Disney World to Disney World or Disneyland, I would take them to Pirates because it's it's history. It's classic. Right. But for me, I'm an annual pass holder. If I'm going to go tomorrow, I'm not going to go on Pirates. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. All right. But, but you- like when I would come every, when I would come every couple of years, of course you have to hit Pirates. Right. But now, eh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not an every time. Are there any of the? Are there any rides that you know are are kind of boring or dry, but that you do you are fond enough of it to uh, to to put up with it? I mean, haunted mansion. Like I love it, but it's the more you ride it, you're like, oh, for me, it's like okay. <laughs> like I did, <laughs> I did it the other night. I was like, oh man, here we go again. Haunted mansion. You just feel. Like <laughs> I think it I, feels like a prof- It's like a job. Yeah, I think I I almost spoil myself, you know, because I have this annual pass and I don't go all the time. I go enough. And like every time someone comes to visit me in Orlando, they want to go to the theme parks, want to go to Disney, Universal. So I kind of ruin it for myself. Yeah, I get that. I mean, there are rides that we don't go on at every time. Like, for instance, like Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln, which I imagine you would be uh, okay with if it burned to the ground. (laughs) I'm just guessing. Do you, do you, I've, I've never I've never done that or Hall of Presidents. Really? Never done it at all. I mean, they're both I mean, dry history lessons. I, my parents might have t- took me to Hall of Presidents when I was like a little kid that I don't remember. But a like teenage and up, there's no way I was ever in there. Hmm. Okay. Well, yeah, like like a ride like that is like a once a year ride for me. Like for right. Lincoln is like a once a year ride, but it is nice that there is a robot abraham lincoln that i can go and hear about uh, the civil war but once a year yeah I, I keep telling myself that one of these days i'm gonna go to magic kingdom and do all the the things that i haven't done or hate and just like get them over with so i never have to do them again but the, the problem is like i can't do that with somebody they'll, they'll never do it and then i can't go to the parks by myself because it's kind of weird mm-hmm. unless you guys do that then it's not weird sorry guys but uh, uh we've weird been, for me we've been alone i i've come to terms with it uh, <laughs> much we, more common in anaheim much more common in disneyland i feel like yes and yeah. when you're uh, often unemployed uh, actors or writers or whatever we all are and you've got a day to fill let's uh, let's head down to anaheim perfect way to fill it up yeah nothing weird about it no not not, not remotely uh uh Mike, well, you've you told this one maybe i'll check it out Sure. Mike, you've told this one on the show before, but I, I kind of want Zach to hear it, which is that you went down to see Dick Van Dyke in a parade. Yeah, th- this is you're going to make fun of me for this um, because I didn't go down even to go on a ride. I went down because the real man, Dick Van Dyke, was going to be in a parade at Disneyland because he had his 90th birthday. No one would go with me. And I was frustrated. So I said, well, you know what? I'm going alone. I went down for literally an hour and watched a 90-year-old man driving a little car down Main Street, and then I went back up to Los Angeles. So, you know, we all do. That's like a good, it's like a good hour and a half drive, right? Or a little, little hour, hour and a half? Yeah, hour, hour and a half. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Spent more time in the car than watching the old man in the little car. So. Did you get to wave at him at least? Did I get what? Did you get to wave? Did he wave at you? Oh, yeah, I got a picture of him waving in my general direction. Okay, so. that counts. All right. 
Okay. <laughs> but like if we, if say you were an unemployed actor and you maybe didn't have too much going on that day, but I said, would you go with me to Anaheim to watch an old man in a parade for an hour? Would you have said no or yes? I mean, I, it depends who it is. For Dick Van Dyke, probably not. For like Michael J. Fox, maybe if he was oh. like at Universal or DeLorean. Oh wow! Yeah, that would. Yeah, maybe I'd do that. He has been. He opened Back to the Future: The Ride uh, down in Florida. I think along with uh, uh, Thomas Wilson, and maybe maybe as a Mecca's appearance. So he's he's been down. He knows what it's like down there. Uh, oh, that that DeLorean in uh, Universal Orlando, it's 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 embarrassing. It's it, don't get me started on that. Oh yeah, I listened to you on on Jericho's podcast with Cody Rhodes and desc- uh, yeah. I got a big laugh at describing a uh, sad DeLorean next to a bush. Uh, yeah, it's like next. To, it's next to the bushes and a, and a taco stand. It has no. It's like th- there should be like a spotlight on it. It should be right in the middle. Yeah, it is just but kind now, of it's hidden by some bushes. Uh, tossed off after after the Simpsons. Another thing that came up on that show that I I definitely agree with is that Universal has pretty much no uh, sense of nostalgia in the way Disney does. Universal will just build new rides left and right. Right. There's no way the Carousel of Progress would be standing at Universal Studios. No, no. That's a good point. Yes. No Which, way. Which ends up being a real pain for us because, like, researching universe, researching Disney stuff is is pretty. Eat, but like, finding weird deep cut Universal stuff, you're really like scraping the Internet Archive to find right. uh, remnants of it. Um, was your favorite? I, I I listened to that interview too, but I forget if was Back to the Future like your favorite ride of all time when you were younger or now still. Uh, when I was younger, I loved it, and even now, I still would consider one of my favorites of all time. And and that and as a kid, I wasn't even that really uh i wasn't really that big of a back to the future fan like now i'm like a diehard now as, as i've grown older i've come to appreciate more and watch it way more times so like, i would love to ride it now like as an adult because like my last memory of it i think i'm like in sixth grade so i don't really have um vivid memories of it well All you right. gotta get there's a dvd re-release oh i got it i got the dvd, you got I got the, DVD. <laughs> the ride is on the dvd it's preserved yeah. and if you just kind of shake around in a chair it uh, approximates yeah. what it was like to go on the ride uh, and I, I don't mind the simpsons simpsons is okay um but i you know i wish it didn't take the place of back to the future yeah that is the one that is the one that should still be there but I was like, I was so worried around that time that they were going to, I knew Back to the Future was going to be torn out, but with NBC's awful synergy, I was worried it would be replaced by like a ride of The Voice or something. I thought it was going to be something so bottom of the barrel. I don't think that's out of the realm of Yeah, one thing that Universal still has uh, standing is that Fear Factor Live, that thing needs to go. It's perplexing. It's it's wild that it's still still going. Do they even run it, really? Like occasionally during high traffic times, I think, right? I I I haven't been in there in years. I have never seen that show. That's that's a theme park area. I didn't see it in Hollywood. I never saw it in Orlando. Skipped. Mm-hmm. That's I, my burn it to I've the never, ground. Yeah, I've never seen it either. Did it's you? bizarre, and I I said this before on the show. It's like the most valuable theme park real. It's just a huge. It's like a block long. It's so big. Theater. It's so, so big. big. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Jaws has to go. Jaws is torn, Jaws ripped is out, out. <laughs> and yet Fear Factor is a forever tenant. Yeah, um, I heard on that on that interview you had done with Jericho, you were talking about like you, you're down on the Animal Actors Show as well. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, 
I think I think the way Cody phrased it is that you guys were like backstage because you got to do some cool tour or something, and that the you got to meet the dog from the show. And Cody said that you right. Well, Cody said that you buried well, the dog five minutes away, like five minutes uh, or five, excuse me, five well, uh, feet away. This is what this is what happened. We had done one of those um, those VIP tours, right? So the last thing we like, you know, I don't know, half hour, four minutes left, and like I want to get some more rides in, but Cody's wife really wanted to do this animal actor show. I'm like, this is what we're gonna waste our time with this animal actor show. We can be cutting like lines right now. So I was already pissed. <laughs> You know, so we watch the show, and of course, like nothing goes according to plan. The dogs all—they all mess up. The birds fly the wrong way, all that stuff. <laughs> and then uh, they say, "Hey, you could stay after and meet some of the animals." Something like, "Okay, maybe we'll meet like the pug from Men in Black or something like that." You know, but we meet like just like a dog, a golden retriever. We're like what? Is it just the regular dog? We can't meet be like Baby Pig or something like that. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that is a little bit disappointing. Like, that's not a famous dog. You wouldn't want to have met one of the famous animals from the properties. Right. Yeah, that yes, makes sense. Yeah. It's yeah. a bird that could hypothetically be in a film if a camera was pointed at it. Sure. So you live in Orlando. You, you When did you move there? A couple years ago? I moved uh, uh, just over two years ago. Okay. Did Was a big part of it that you would be close to the theme parks? Yes, actually, it was. Okay, that, hey, that's okay. We we dream yeah. about it every day. Every day, we think about, hey, maybe we just quit this whole thing and go down to Orlando. We we do, and I don't know. You're gonna have a different perspective because you have things going on. But how do you like? How do you feel about the Orlando situation? And would you recommend it to others? I love Orlando. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I love it. I, every so I fly out. You know, I have wrestling shows every week. But every week when I fly home and I step foot on that. That ugly carpet in the Orlando airport, I tell myself, like, oh, I'm on vacation. It's it's great. You know, you can go to the theme parks whenever you want. There's always something going on because it's like this this tourist trap. But I don't live, like, in the center. I don't live, like, at the Magic Kingdom. You know what I'm saying? I live, like, 45 minutes away from, right. oh, sure. from Disney. Uh, so I live, te- I live 10 minutes from the airport. Uh, it's great. The airport's super easy. I mean, like, I have, like, the TSA pre. If you didn't have that, you'd be waiting on these crazy long lines. But uh, I love it. And the weather – right now, it's December – I'm in shorts and a tank top, New York, where I'm from. It's it's always snowy. It's cold. It's expensive. I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever leave Orlando. I love it. <laughs> I didn't even think about that because you are on the road a lot of the year. But every time you get back to Orlando, you get to ride that airport monorail. Yes, every week. <laughs> every week. It's a ride. Uh, yeah, you get to go on that ride every time. And the TSA pre right. is sort of the fast pass of uh, commuter exactly. travel. <laughs> So and I, I even have something called clear. So I passed the TSA pre. So it's like people are saying like, oh, Orlando airport's nuts. So many people. Yeah, but I don't wait on the lines. Wow, that's it's, great. But I fly I fly every week. So it's worth it for me. I think it's like $150 a year or something like that. But it's saves yeah. so much time. Yeah, that makes sense. Would you be willing to help with the sales pitch to our respective wives slash girlfriends to uh, make the move to Orlando? <laughs> I mean, absolutely. I mean <laughs> – my my my, uh, my mortgage is a hundred dollars more than my rent was from an apartment in New York. Mm, it's cheap down here. That's really attractive. That's all you had to say. That's uh, <laughs> brand, the only fact that matters. Brand, brand new house. No one ever sat on the toilet before. Brand new. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's another strike in the uh, good. Strike. I'm telling you, they're building all these communities all over. Like where I, where I live, there's like a new community every every like you know a couple of months. They're just building a new community. Hmm. Got to move down. Jeez. All right, maybe you we... could just have a cul-de-sac to yourself. <laughs> 
I mean, the houses are a little close together. They're like 10 feet apart, but that's okay. Mm, that's all right. Everything's, we're in apartments. Yeah. So yeah. my whole life or like my whole adult life, I'd always live in apartment, apartment, apartment in New York, all my stuff in storage, paying all this money, shoveling mm. snow, all this BS. Now I live in Orlando, I go to Disney World. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> wow. Palm trees. The Denny's by the airport has palm trees. Oh, it's beautiful. Well, if you could see us, we're all like wistfully looking off into the distance, imagining this life you're you're painting for us. We yeah, love it. We're in the middle of uh, the one of the few stretches of when it rains in L.A. and everything just falls apart when that happens. Like it rains every right. day almost in Orlando and everyone's fine out here. Mm -hmm. It's like the end of the world. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, so when you're in Orlando, what are your theme park habits like? How many times are you going a month? Do you have a universal pass? Like, what do you have a strategy or is it sort of spur of the moment? So I had a universal pass the first year I moved down, but I didn't use it. I, I mean, I paid for it with the amount of times I went, but I didn't use it that much. So now, like, when I go, I only go with like people come and visit or if it's like Halloween Horror Nights, because I feel like. It sounds weird, but Disney is a whole world, you know, and Universal is just those two parks. And I love Universal, but it can get old quick, I think. Right. And Disney, you can really spread out. Like, are you uh, with Disney, has, Disney has all the, the hotels and the resorts. You go eat somewhere in one of those hotels or go to the Disney Springs area is phenomenal. They've really redone that. It's my favorite thing to do in Orlando is go to Disney Springs. Oh, wow. Yeah. So have you gone to like every restaurant there is to go on the Disney World property? No, not even close. And that's what I love about it. Like not, I wouldn't even say like less than half, probably a third, if that. Okay. So if we're talking restaurants in our uh, Disney World area, what are your top couple, top three? Top three, uh, California Grill at the sure. Contemporary. Yeah. Great. Um, uh, I was just there two nights ago uh, in Disney Springs, something called the Boathouse. Oh, I love the Boathouse. Oh, I love this Boathouse. I went once uh, two years ago. It's the greatest. Oh, it's so good. The food's good. The view's good. The atmosphere's good. Really, really love it. Um, and then what else? Damn, there's so many good ones. Uh, let's say Jico in Animal Kingdom, the oh. Animal Kingdom Resort. Oh, yeah. Lodge yeah. Thing, whatever I, it's called. I got to do that once. Yeah, that's that's fancy as hell and like, yeah, like odd food you wouldn't get elsewhere. Yeah, really cool. And so like deep. And don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not going to these places every night. You know what I'm saying? Sure, but sure. Yeah, that's okay if you were. We wouldn't have a problem if we were. <laughs> Every lunch at Gico. Uh So, yeah. So, so how often are you going to one of the four Disney parks a month? I would say once or twice a month. Mm -hmm. It's not it's not crazy excessive, you know. Uh, like, for instance, the other night I went to the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Oh. Um, and I might go to – I might try to go to Hollywood Studios next week. So that will be two times this month. Sure. So you I, hit events and stuff, it seems like. Special things. Yeah, and like Epco Epcot's my favorite. So I go to Epcot a lot. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's a world showcase. Like, I, I saw some Instagram pictures of you. I think John was with you guys a little while ago, but, like, going up and down, I assume, drinking around the world. Oh, yeah, for sure. And As a kid, I hated Epcot. If my parents would take me there, I was so mad. I didn't want to waste a day at Epcot. But now, oh, it's my favorite. I would go. I would go to Epcot every week for sure. Is there? Do you have a favorite Epcot country? Ooh, Mexico for sure. Mm, oh yeah, answer. that tequila bar inside. Uh, the... La Casa. Oh my god, the best. Uh, and that ride, where you are guaranteed no wait. You will never wait for the Mexico boat ride. Interest in it has uh, never gone up. It's just you could always jump right on that thing. 
I think there's a reason for that. <laughs> All right, so you want to burn that one to the ground as well? No, it's it's cute. It's in there. It's like in the restaurant. I don't really count that as a ride. Keep it. Oh, okay. Ah. But what if I? What if our idea was to like drain that and then just make it overflow for that tequila bar? Ooh, okay. I like that. <laughs> okay, maybe that's the maybe that's what we should do. And when, if those if, if those animatronics, if the three caballeros served you drinks. They're pulling. Ooh, like that, yeah, yeah. If they're operating the taps, that's the way. Um, yeah. Uh, when so when you were a kid, like how did you go a lot as a kid to these places? Was no, I probably went like every like five years or so. So maybe like four times in my life until I became like an adult. Yeah. As a little little kid, I went, and when I that I don't even remember, it's like third grade, sixth grade, like eleventh grade. So like four times. Yeah, you tweeted. You, I loved it. You tweeted us a photo of you at like a 20th anniversary event at Star Wars in 1997. And I, I think we're oh, all. Oh, yeah, 97. That was it. Yeah. Uh, uh, and it, it made me realize like, wait, was I at that too? Like, because I ended up down there. Uh, uh, one, one of the times when I was down there with my family, it would have been like one of the first Star Wars, like weekends or Star Wars anniversary things, uh, which was like very fun and different at the time and now it's it's always star wars time yeah luckily i love star wars so sure i'm okay with it yeah you psyched for uh for later in the year for the uh the, the grand unveiling of uh, galaxy uh, I'm, I'm a little nervous but yeah so i'm definitely psyched yeah yeah we i don't think we've recorded an episode since we saw the uh there was a news story going around about how people are expecting two hundred thousand visitors on the day the yeah. thing opens which is uh a tad imposing. Uh, maybe that. Now you guys are. Oh, go ahead. You guys are getting it way before us, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what they're saying. Like months before, possibly six months to longer. So that means they got to come to Disneyland. Yeah, I was gonna say like you will. You have to make that stop then. Oh, 100 percent. I, I, I mean, maybe because I've been to Disney World so many times, and because it's in my own backyard, but I prefer Disneyland over Disney World. Yeah, wow, we've okay. had that debate on the on the on the podcast before. Um, but I think when you just st- just the amount of rides and amount of things you can just do in Disneyland versus Magic Kingdom, I still think you got to give it to Disneyland. I mean, I guess like, for a one or two day experience, I would say Disneyland. But for like a whole week, it's Disney. It, it really depends on what you're what you're talking about. Right. Now, there's no boathouse in Anaheim, though, which is one of the structures. That is true. The, yeah. the downtown Disney, ugh, I'm not a big fan of that. Well, it's getting better. We've got a, the cool bowling alley now, and we've got uh, some ice cream. So Splitsville? It, yeah. Splitsville. Oh, we have good. that here. I'm, I'm, next, when, next time you're out, I, I vote yes on Splitsville. Well, I haven't bowled there, but I've eaten there. There is a Splitsville in Orlando. Oh, that's right. Oh, how's the Splitsville yes. in Orlando? It's okay. Overpriced bowling. Yeah. Yeah. Overpriced food too. But you know, decent food is in short supply in the Disneyland resort. So, uh, I'll take what I can get and I'll pay 30% too much for it. Um, I actually think the food's like the better at Disneyland than Disney world. It is better. Yeah. Well, you got like, like quick service food. Yeah. Yeah. There's a little more variety. Yeah. Florida, um, quick service food is still a lot of burgers and, and pizza and stuff for the, right. the tourists. Um, we, when you search uh, your name and theme parks, I forgot all about this. If I ever, if I maybe didn't even know it at all, um, is that like last year you did all six parks in like 48 hours. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Less than 48 hours. Yeah. It's so pretty how, wild. How many I, hours? I, I would it? recommend, 
I wouldn't recommend doing it. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, maybe it was maybe it was like so. I started off at California Adventure Disneyland, and then I took a red eye back to Orlando, and like slept on the plane. Went to my house, took a shower, and then did the four parks. So it was like just under two days. Right, right. Wow. Then did you got it done? Then how many rides per park? I would say a decent amount. I don't, I didn't write everything down. I wasn't obviously I didn't hit everything, but right. enough where it was like I didn't just walk in and leave. You know what I'm saying? I made sure I did like the heavy hitters in each park. A substantial. How'd you get from even just the single day at Disney World is imposing doing four parks in a single day. How how'd you make well, it from park to park? For a couple of months, they had this thing that it's not there anymore. And um, I think it's not there because, well, one of my theories is because they didn't really advertise it. It was this, this bus that you just, I think it was like $30 for the day. And you went to these secret locations around the park and you would take this bus just right to the, the back entrance of park to park to park. And you, it was like 25, 30 bucks a day. I forgot what it was called. Yeah, It was only around for like six months. They were trying that for a while where like the load and unload areas were technically backstage but like anyone right. could sign up for it but it seemed like yeah they it seemed like they wanted people to do it but like you said they did not advertise it and then i think they shifted like it was it wasn't even at like the ticket window you had to ask for it yeah and now i think they're trying to push people into that minivans service they're doing with lyft right that what a what a what a scam <laughs> oh it's incredible <laughs> oh what a scam have you done it yet have you been in one of the minivans I refuse. What's the point? I can just use an Uber or a Lyft. Why, why pay double or triple the price? Cause it has Minnie Mouse like dots on it. Yeah, no, I, I think we talked about it on the show. I think we said like, if, if like Minnie was driving, that would be worth sure. it. But if it's just now, a regular person, then who cares? Now with that being said, I also refuse to take Disney buses and I Uber everywhere Oh, between, wow. from park to park. I refuse the buses suck. I refuse to do it. Huh. I didn't know. They're never on time. They're crowded. They stop too many places. Yeah. Not for me. Uh, And haven't been updated in a long time. I I don't think I realized you could Uber from park to park. I haven't been down there in the age of Uber, but but that's pretty like comfortable and easy. Uber. It's so easy. You can Uber from everywhere, from hotel to hotel, hotel to park, to Disney Springs. It's the best. I didn't know if they cut down on that, like in the way an airport does, but I guess not. That's that's cool. Wow. Huh, you got so, it all figured it's, out. I would say I have it all figured out, but what, what works for me, you know? <laughs> sure. Was there, a, was there a particular highlight of the uh, of the two-day uh, marathon? I, just that I survived, really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, it was a lot of fun. And like I said, like I don't go to Disneyland that often. So even when I go now, um, it's I still have to use like, the map. You know, I don't really know where everything is, and I like that. Yeah, it reminds like me of like going on vacation as a kid. Like you're discovering, you can discover something around right. the corner. But you've been on right. like I, you go like once a year, maybe Disneyland. Yeah, I've, the past couple years I've gone at least once a year. Yeah, for sure. Right. So you've done like Guardians of the Galaxy and yeah, I've done Guardians, uh, Cars Land, all that stuff. Right. Do you have a favorite robot in all six parks? A favorite robot? Oh, yeah, animatronic on a ride, or even even like Sunny Eclipse Ooh, okay. or something. Sunny, oh, I like Sunny Eclipse, but uh, huh, I never really thought about that, to be honest. <laughs> you think about it too much. I, <laughs> uh, huh. I like that Sunny Eclipse answer, actually. That's pretty mm-hmm. good. 
Sure. I'm glad that's not on your list of stuff to tear out of there. I'm, I'm glad you're no, out of the, the Southern Preservation kid, Society. When I was a kid, like with my family, like I, I didn't know there was like uh, like four star like dining on Disney property. I didn't know there was real restaurants. You know, we would go to you know to go eat at like whatever that I don't even know what it's called where Sunny Eclipse is playing. Um, uh, Cosmic Ray Starlight Cosmic Cafe. Ray. <laughs> right, right. So like that was like that is like what I remember like. My parents are going to treat us. We're going to Cosmic Rays. So, like, I used to love going there as a kid. Which now, is the most, like, like hamburger, hot dog, chicken finger. Exactly. Like, I remember just squirting copious piles of ketchup and mustard onto the most basic burger. No vegetables, nothing, like, additive to it. Just uh, just, just pure crap hot dog and uh, watching a robot for a while. Paradise. Uh, my family yeah. always liked Cosmic Rays. Like my parents were would always acquiesce to eating there because there was at least a uh, toppings bar with like mush- fried mushroom, fried onion, like and cheese sauce. So you could at least dress up like the standard Disney burger, hmm. like a Fuddruckers right. almost, but not as good as Fuddruckers. No, not as good. We're really selling what this is- restaurant. Not what, as good as Fuddruckers uh- and less robots <laughs> than Chuck E. Cheese. What's the Disneyland equivalent called? It's like out without the outside seating in Tomorrowland. It sounds like the burgers and stuff. What's that called? Again? Oh, the Tomorrowland Terrace. Yeah, right. I actually like I like those burgers a lot. I was just there, I think, in February, and I got like some some burger. It was delicious. Yeah, I, I it certainly like I, I haven't had a burger in a while there, but the last time I had it, I was like, oh, pretty good. And then the last time I think I ate at Cosmic Rays, I was like, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I think that that Terrace is better for sure than Rays, but it doesn't have a robot, so it's you know. That's true. That's true. If you ever do Paris, do not do the Tomorrowland restaurant or the Discoveryland restaurant. I had just a basic burger there, and that was garbage. That was the worst meal of a two-week Europe vacation. I've only done the domestic parks, and I can't wait to do the other uh, the other Disney parks. Yeah. Definitely bucket list stuff for me. Sure, yeah. I just did Tokyo, and it is as good as people say. That's awesome. Um, yeah, so uh, let's see. Uh, I was listening to the interview with Jericho, and you were – or Cody was talking about how like, you have rules for, like, theme parks. And I was wondering – he mentioned <laughs> – he mentioned specifically, like, if you're at Universal and you see somebody wearing a Disney shirt, you will be like, hey, wrong park or something. That is true. Yes, that is true. Are there other, like, sort of feelings you have about, like, just, you know, what the outfit you should wear at theme parks is or, or what kind like, – like, we had a guest on, uh, Jessica McKenna, who said, like, some people wear, like, the gaudiest, like, theme park stuff and then – and she's not kind of cool with it. Or if somebody's dressed as Captain Jack Sparrow, that's lame – like when somebody's got the full like wig on that makes them look like the Johnny Depp character. But like, do you have any feelings about that? How you should dress, how you should act? Uh, well, see, when I did that interview with uh, Cody and Jericho, I was in a different time of my life. I wasn't living in Orlando. Ah. So Co- Cody and I, we would go to the parks every couple months together. And I just hated his style because he was a big like sit on bench guy, like get a beer, just sit on the bench. And like, I was like, no, 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 we got to hit every single ride. I had like, I had a, you know, a, like a map in my head. We got to do this, 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 and this, you know, a whole like checklist of all these things we need to do. But now that I live here and I can take my time, like now I'm like, I'm like Cody, like, ah, oh, if we don't do Space Mountain this time, we'll do it next time. You know what I'm saying? Right. But before I needed to hit everything. Like I needed to be there at rope drop and stay till the very end. But now I'll go whenever I want, go in for a couple of rides, get something to eat, and I'll leave. But that's because I'm spoiled and I live here. Sure. So you've so you've loosened up even on the dress situation. 
Like somebody dress like. Well, I used to be very like I used to be very bad. Where like you could only wear a Disney shirt if it's like a Disney Parks official shirt. Like you couldn't wear like a Target Disney shirt. Oh, interesting. (laughs) But I've since uh, I've relaxed on that. I myself have like you know there's cool Disney shirts all over the internet. Target has great stuff. Very soft shirts. Sure. So I have a lot of yeah. I have a lot of Target stuff. I agree with yeah. you. I have a couple of them, but one of my Mickey shirts is like so like it's like it feels like it's wilting, like it's it's so thin. It's about to like I had to make it a sleep shirt, and now I think I just have to throw it away. But I love how soft it was, so I agree totally. Right. That uh, Uniqlo yeah, in Disney Springs just has tons of like cool oddball stuff for like a third of the price of the actual park shirts. Yes. Yes. Um, Disney Springs is the best. I'm telling you. Yeah, oh yeah. I I what I I was there for a little bit and I loved it. Um. Do you have a lot of clothing? Like you have a lot of toys and stuff like that. But do you have, do you collect shirts and stuff? Because I'm 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 a decent toy collector. I have a like for a, again for a regular civilian. I have too many toys. Uh, and too right. many, but to like I collect a lot of shirts too. So I feel like I have maybe like something crazy like sixty shirts that have things oh, on sh- it. Oh wow! Um, I I don't collect Disney shirts. I had I do have a lot, but I'm someone where like. After I wear it, like for, I don't know, if I have it for a year or two, I'll give it to like Goodwill or something. I'm not keeping it forever. Right. Sure, sure. And so I'll, I'll rotate it out of my collection. I just Not got that it. it's a collection or anything, but. Right. I just got an Oliver and Company shirt from Hot Topic on Black Friday. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute. What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the movie Oliver and Company. From no, Oliver. I know. It's, it's my favorite, favorite Disney movie that get, gets no respect, no love. Yeah, no respect. And good songs in it. We were just talking about this the other day, too. Oliver Downby. So there's like <laughs> there's like two or three new Hot Topic Oliver and Company shirts, and then I found I on need to go, I need to go with the Hot Topic tomorrow. Yeah, <laughs> I got I'm not them. joking. Yeah, no. Uh, there's a bunch of like there's like rescuer shirts now. I saw they're doing a whole line of these for like we're all around the same age. I think we're so we all had the same references when we were a kid. So they're doing they they're like catering right to us now. So I I, I did not get all of them. I was very you know uh, I was conservative and only got one of the Oliver and Company shirts. But yeah, they're they're doing it right over there at Hot Topic. Like what a world we live in now. Like if I was a little kid and my dad was like in his mid thirties wearing a Disney like shirt and <laughs> bragging about it, <laughs> he was like a weird dude. <laughs> yeah, no, he'd be locked up, be sent away. <laughs> <laughs> but now, I mean, I'm going to go to Hot Topic tomorrow and get that shirt. Yeah, I, I hope they have it because I, I had ordered online and the woman, when she when the online order came, she was like shocked to see it. So I would I would maybe call ahead to make sure they have oh, it in okay. store. Uh, and if not, obviously, you're going to have to order it online. So, yeah, no, uh, the world has changed a lot. Uh, and uh, what being in your mid 30s means uh, is a lot different than it was 30 years ago. <laughs> right. Which, in your case, toys. Uh, yes. we, oh yeah. We, let's let's talk about this. What, what what do you like? What's going on in the collection in terms of Disney? In terms of uh, park affiliated uh, uh, toy business? Yeah. So I have a um, a whole room. It's just my toy room, and it's all these toys on display. And the room isn't super duper big, but it's a decent sized room. And I do have two cases uh, full of Disney stuff. Um, you know, I I really was into as a kid. Remember those ceramic like glass figurines that they would sell at the parks? Yeah, uh, they would make like every character like imaginable. They would also sell like the Disney store and stuff like that. They don't they don't make them anymore. But um, I had them as a kid, and I went back and I got 
the ones I was missing and my mom's been going crazy and she's been like, I told her I wanted a couple of them. Like every couple of weeks, I'll be like, oh, here's a box of the, you know, the Beauty and the Beast ceramic figures. I'm like, all right, well, thanks, mom. I don't really have room for all this, but thank you. You know? <laughs> um, so yeah, I have a lot of Disney stuff. And now um, this this company, I'm sure you know, Funko. Oh yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah the, the Funko Pops. So they have tons of Disney uh, Funko Pops. And they have a lot of park exclusives, which are real pain in the ass to get. Oh, we know. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, That's yeah. a story I had. A few months ago, I was down at the park, and I happened to open Twitter, and a, a theme park news site had said, a store in downtown Disney has the Splash Mountain ones in stock. And I texted Mike, and I've never gotten a reply so fast as him going, get me two of them. And... <laughs> I walked in and I did get two. They had about like 15 and 12 in stock. I bought two. And when I walked by at the end of the day, they were all gone. Yeah. I mean, I, I love those things. So did so, you, uh, did you get the splash mountain one? I had the splash mountain one. I didn't get it. I had to get it off someone on the internet. Do oh, a little trade. Sure. Do you, are, yeah. um, is there a criteria? Like when you're looking for Disney stuff, is the criteria it has to be sort of theme park specific. Cause I think that's my general criteria with collecting. Like I like characters from the park specifically. Well, for me, you know, Disney world there and Disney in general, the merchandise isn't going to run out. It's never ending. So I need to be very, very, very specific. Right. So, um, we're just talking about Oliver and company. I have the McDonald's, uh, Oliver and Company, like Happy Meal Toys. Yeah. I have those in my collection. I think I got those. Um, That's great. I remember the ads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Heartwarming right. McDonald's ads from the 80s. Yes. Um, I also got the McDonald's. Um, they made like Epcot, like uh, all the different countries toys. Oh, what so is it? So it's like Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse, like red, white, and blue Mickey Mouse, you know? Oh, okay. So yeah. like he's got so, like, a, like a sweater with the French flag on it or something? No, you got you got to throw it in your Google machine and pick these up. They're they're incredible. Are any of them, you know, uh, racially questionable? <laughs> no, I don't think so. Nobody's in like a, a hat that they shouldn't be in. Uh, nothing, no funny business. No, I don't think so. <laughs> nothing think offen- nothing that'd be offensive to the Norwegian people. <laughs> no, I think I. I mean, I think it's okay. <laughs> All right, well then, I, we must be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so are those plush or are those like plastic? Those are just little plastic, like Happy Meal toys. Um, okay. I'm looking through. I, fi- I see but, plush. I see plush when I Google. We'll find it later. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure there's plastics. Uh, uh, I don't, this is, this is tangential, but I'm just, I'm very proud of my uh, full set of uh, Mac tonight riding different little vehicles. Like there's kind of like a fifties Cadillac and a little, little biplane and a scooter, like every type oh, of wow. car somebody can operate. And uh, my, my beloved McDonald's moon man, Mac tonight is piloting them all. Uh, uh, that's, that, that's, that's a fun set. I recommend that one. If you have any Mac tonight interest, Matt, were you a fan I'm a big, of uh, Mac tonight, the moon uh, man from McDonald's? Uh, I, I, I remember it. I had some of those toys too, but I, I don't have them currently in my collection. No. Oh, okay. Have you ever been to the, uh, the world's largest McDonald's down there in Orlando? I don't think so. Where's that? Oh, look it up. Now I can't attest to what it's like <laughs> now, but this is a, this is a case, was a case where I just 
I, I was talking to somebody who I'd never met, a stranger I stuck up, uh, had a conversation with on a set. And he's like, you know, that, like in Orlando, there's this big old, it's a two-story McDonald's, and there's pizza and ice cream and a record-your-own karaoke booth and a, a Mac Tonight robot in the restaurant. And that what? was all I needed to hear. And I booked a trip to Orlando several days later. Um, had Come to on. be there. I could not let men, I could not let a lot of weeks pass. And I don't know if the Mac is still there, but it still is a gigantic, gaudy, like awful to look at McDonald's. And it is in your area. I think it's in the I Drive zone. Okay, that's, that's like probably like a half hour or so for me. That's that's where all the tourist stuff is, so that makes sense. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. It's over by where the uh, American Gladiators uh, Theater used to be that now is a mega church. <laughs> the American Gladiators Theater? What's this? I don't remember that. There was kind of a uh, medieval times dinner theater situation in Orlando, but that what that was for American Gladiators. And they got gladiators from the show, but also like tourists would compete. But like, how did they possibly what? get enough people every week <laughs> to like, you could t- tape a TV show every week, but how do you have enough tourists who are like physically capable of going against the gladiators? I don't know. I think it was only open for like two years and it closed and it's a church now, like a big Baptist I was, church. I was a big American gladiators fan. Oh, geez. Yeah, yeah. I, I bet. Uh, 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 anyone that you admired uh, uh, in particular? Um, I think like Nitro. Is that one of them? <laughs> I, I assume it sounds like one. Yeah. When, when I was a kid, I, I I had an American Gladiators birthday party in my backyard. And it was my dad used to own these bodybuilding gyms and some jacked up guy. Um, who He was the American Gladiator and he was all dressed up and everything like that. So it was fun. Wow. <laughs> if you had to choose between if you if you were like actively seeking employment in the Orlando area as like. A medieval knights jouster, uh, or medieval a pi- times. Uh, uh, oh yeah, medieval times rather. Medieval times like jouster guy, or a pirates dinner adventure uh, swashbuckler swinging around on a rope. Or let's say gladiators is there still. Or I, I might be missing one. But if you were going to be invited, you were going to hit the uh, Orlando uh, dinner theater scene. What what would you uh, choose? I think I'd rather be. Uh- like Tigger at like a character breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot. It's a lot easier. It's less uh, physically taxing. Oh, uh, I'm I'm a big fan. I'm a sucker for, for a character breakfast. Really? Um, so do you still do the character breakfast now? Once in a while. Every once in a while, I'll do it. Hundred percent. Yeah, I love a lot. A lot of people, even if they're big theme park nerds, sometimes they are. They look at me strangely because I do want to take photos with the characters. Like I think I've taken. You got. You got to do it. I agree. Everyone. Like, oh, yeah. I understand. You know, I'm not going to meet the same character every single time I go, but you got to go. And, you know, I just met Mickey the other night, uh, which I'm very upset because now uh, Mickey doesn't talk anymore. He used oh, to talk in uh, Magic Kingdom. They, they took that away. Yeah, that sucks. Upsetting. They I when I was there last uh, like a year ago, we went in and we knew he was talking, but we went into a room and he wasn't talking. And then I went up to like town hall to complain and they were like, well, you know, he's not always guaranteed to be doing something like that. And they go, well, you can go back and you can ask somebody if Mickey is feeling talkative today. And they like winked at me. And then we did it again. And he talked and it was all it was like amazing. But it's, it's so good, right? It's so good. Have you seen the video where he speaks Japanese to some tourists? I have not seen that. No. So Mickey was speaking Japanese to tourists like he was doing the impossible. And now it's gone. And I don't know why. I think the head was malfunctioning or something. 
I, and I heard, and who knows if this is true, that you know people were complaining that he wasn't talking everywhere. Oh, and it was interesting. Confusing. So until the technology gets cheaper, they they won't have one Mickey that talks. I mean, who knows? Mm. I, I thought I thought it was great. I thought it was special that in the front he would talk. I agree. Can, yeah. can I just back up and say, Mike, you went to City Hall to complain <laughs> about a Mickey-related issue. Yes, I. we had a fast pass, one of our precious fast passes for that Mickey meet and greet. And I was telling my girlfriend, Lindsay, over and over, I go, Mickey's going to talk to us. Mickey's going to say something. <laughs> and I'm like, I was very excited about it. And then you get in the room and Mickey, Mickey keeps his mouth shut. And I was uh, upset about it. So we went across the street and I was like, hey, I've seen online that Mickey talks. And they were like, they were weird because they wouldn't confirm that he talks either, which I found very like weird and suspicious. But obviously they don't want to promise things. That's why there was never anything like, come see Mickey, have him talk to you, hear him speak Japanese. They wouldn't say that. So they they gave me another fast pass. But I mean, it was like such a big part of my excitement to go to Magic Kingdom is to hear Mickey say hello. Hmm. Uh, was it equally exciting, though, to lodge a complaint at the formal establishment <laughs> city hall? Well, look, I don't like I feel like Jason is better at like lodging complaints than I am uh, in general. So I look, I wasn't happy to do it, but it was necessary is what I'm saying. I, I needed to do this. I needed to complain for you. Yes. Uh, Matt, do you complain once in a while at these parks? I was about to say, I don't think I've ever complained at the, <laughs> the uh -huh. parks. <laughs> I don't I honestly I, I'm trying to think of another time I did I cannot think of another instance where I complained but this one I was very I was adamant that we needed to get to talking Mickey um yeah there there are people I know that are like like complaining and like getting free stuff but I'm much more of a like I would send an email later I'm not a confrontation yeah person. okay I, I would do like a public tweet and bat and bash them <laughs> oh you're <laughs> <laughs> oh, I no. mean that's the fastest way for you yeah <laughs> you have a lot of followers, so Way that would certainly get their attention. Do the most damage so. at once, yes. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't do that to right. Disney. You would do it to some other no. park. You would, right, have to, right. you would publicly bash SeaWorld on Twitter. <laughs> if it came to that. If yes. it came to that. If it came to, yeah, the Hilton Company can take it. Yeah. You know? um, uh, 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 oh, yes, Mike. A couple, uh, yeah, so on your podcast, which is very good, I recommend everybody, if they like figures, if they like if they like another yeah. podcast about people in their 30s with a very specific interest, I highly recommend your podcast. Uh, you were talking about looking for these specific parks toys, which I had never, I didn't know they existed, but they look like the characters in costume specifically. So it's Mickey, Minnie, Donald, Goofy, and Daisy, but they look specifically like human beings might be inside them, like right. how you would see them in the parks. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes, they, these look exact. They don't look like cartoon characters. They look like human proportions, right. Daisy and Donald and whatever. Um, and I just like it. Uh, maybe I missed it on the show, but is, is there an update? Did you finally track these down? You were looking for a very specific type of them, too. So I'm looking for the, the Minnie Mouse. Uh, I do have the rest of them. The Minnie I don't have, and I thought I got lucky. I found the, the Tokyo Disneyland version of Minnie, but she's not the same. It looked exactly the same, but she's on a Tokyo Disneyland stand. And she She's like glued to it. She won't come off it, so I can't use that. I need the, the, the U.S. one. Okay, so you have everyone but Minnie, and it's a U.S. specific stand for her. But she's in that same pose where she's got like one leg in the right, air the, and she's holding the, her. Figure, the figurine is exactly the same, but on on the U.S. ones, they're able to come off their stands. Oh, but on the Tokyo ones, they're they're glued in. 
but and not only are they glued in there, there's like an extra piece that's like gets them stuck into the stand. So you couldn't even just like rip it off. I see. Because there's like an extra little like square peg or something that so it's really uh it's really pissing me off because I can't find it. Uh, <laughs> Matt, I was gonna ask, do you, have you gone looking for toys at the Disney character warehouse? Do you know what those are? I have not been to that. What is that? Those oh, are there's two of them in Orlando, and they are essentially Disney Parks merch outlet malls. So stuff merch you would find in the parks, uh, but sev- like heavily discounted, and and stuff oddly enough not just from the Orlando parks, but like from all over the world. And when I wow. was reading about it today, uh, the the website Touring Plans does like regular runs and takes pictures of what is there, and I'll post this on our Twitter account. But um, they were selling some of I like when these come out, these uh, Disney does like mashup stuff sometimes. So these are uh, this is goofy as Davy Jones from Pirates of the Caribbean. And then oh, wow. OK. Donald as Will Turner from Pirates of the Caribbean, <laughs> uh, which is Orlando Those Bloom's character. <laughs> uh, and they found them. They they found at this outlet, they found Goofy from the American parks and then the one they would have sold in either. I think it they sold in Shanghai. So uh, wow, yeah, you, you can find some weird stuff at those outlet malls. It sounds like that's going to be a scary place for your bank account if you go there, Matt. Yeah. See, luckily, I'm very specific when it comes to like, I can't just get random things. So if I'm not really looking for something, I might have to just pass on it. Did you ever, did you, do you have any of the, like, they haven't made them in a couple of years, but they're called Park Stars. I'm not. Sh- no, I don't have any. What are those exactly? They're like vinylmation. I could send you a photo of them. Oh, like, I, I don't do. I don't do that. All right, hold, but hold, oh, on, but hold, hold on, on, hold on a second. On. Hold on. Before I know what you're mind. thinking. You're saying vinylmation. I don't like that. Make yeah. a design with the ears and it painted on because it yeah, looks yeah, cheap. Yeah. I totally agree. These are vinylmation, but they are not the Mickey design. They are their own unique design, but they're all park specific characters. And I have six huh. different lines of them. I'll send you a picture of them to see if there's something. Like that, you would be interested, but that I was like kind of down on the vinylmation in general because I felt like it was sort of a uh, you know it, it just kind of like it looked cheap to me. Here I'm sending this I, to I, you on Twitter right now. I don't know if you can see this is my collection of Park Stars. But, but we're right, we're talking. See. You got Sunny Eclipse. You got Hitchhiking Ghost. Oh wow! You got yeah, uh, cool. Abominable Snowman. Yeah, this is like. This is all the hits. This is all killer, no filler. Yeah, exactly. So like Orange wow, Bird. this is really cool. Like these, I was obsessed with these, and it looks like they're not making them anymore, which is shocking because we haven't gotten some of the classic characters. I was hoping we'd get John from the Carousel of Progress by the time this whole line was done, but it looks like they're going <laughs> to they're gonna break my heart and keep it here. But they obviously, from looking at the photo, like you can see, like they got they hit a ton of very ride-specific characters. Carnival, I love the, Parker, love Potato the Head. There. You like which one? Sorry? Figment. Oh yeah, Figment the Dreamfinder back there. Yeah, no, it's uh so I was obsessed with these. Um but I, I yeah, I should stop sending you photos of other toys that you could possibly collect. I don't I don't need to, I don't need to do <laughs> yeah, this my, to you. I have my pictures, wants to kill me. I get way too much stuff. Uh I have pictured my favorite theme park toy I owned, Zach or Matt, whatever we're calling you. Um Right. Uh uh I uh did do you remember the ride Alien Encounter that used to be at the entrance of Tomorrowland? Oh yeah. I loved it. Uh, yeah, they they sold for a, a little while, and my mom surprised me uh, one Christmas with them. They had action figures of Skippy, uh, Sir the Robot, voiced by Tim Curry, 
and then Skippy after he was all crisped up and and then they had one of the alien of the monster and they they came in like tubes like in the ride. Wow, that is pretty cool. Uh, and I, I mean, they pop up on eBay every now and then, but they're like for the time for like late night, they're really detailed. Uh, but the like two packaging, I mean, I've taken them out before, uh, but I don't they're still at my uh, p- parents house. And I never like I'm like, I want to bring them back, but I don't want to damage getting them back across the country. Oh, yeah. Do you have any advice for transporting oh, yeah. figures? Because you're, you're doing that a lot when you're going to these places. Because uh, you, you you go to a lot of different toy stores across the country, and obviously you have to ship them back to Orlando. Right. Well, you might think I'm crazy, but I don't collect things in the box, in the packaging. So I take things out of the box. Oh. So if the, if the package gets damaged, it, it doesn't bother me. That's that's the big thing on our podcast. We say, let them breathe. And we just open them up. Let them breathe. Yes, People I, get real pissed. I heard People that. People get pissed. And that as a I, I have always opened up my toy. I don't like when I get toys, I don't leave them in the package. But like this one, I'm like, right. oh, at least this one's kind of cool. It's kind of like, you know, it is like a base or something. So uh, is there are there any things you are dis- park specific that you are looking for uh, other than that mini that maybe our listeners might know? Like why? Because you always talk about certain things like wrestling wise that you're looking for. But are there any other sort of like white whales in the theme park area that you're looking for? I think right now it's just that that mini. Um, and then, like I said, some of those ceramic figurines. Like I'm always like I found like the uh, the Br'er Rabbit from Splash Mountain. Oh. So and like I, I don't know if they made all the other characters or what, because like eBay is very hit or miss. Like it's really just what someone wants to put up that week, you know. So and there's no like official checklist of every ceramic character all the Disney parks made. Right. So um, not that I know of, at least. So I'm always <laughs> interested to find like some uh, obscure uh, like ceramic characters, because now like I, I just wanted to have like the Fab Five and my mom's she's got me so many that now I got I'm all in, you know. Sure. How many do you, do you know about how many you have? Uh, probably like 50. Oh, wow. Really? And, and, and luckily, like they're, they're, they're not that expensive on eBay. They're probably like you know, the same price they were at the time, you know, like less than 10 bucks each, unless there's like one super duper hard one. But everything that I found, I found at a good price like on eBay. The problem is, is that they're so delicate and that you got that for that, you have to make sure that they pack it carefully when they're sending it to you. Right. I had a Jafar come and the whole back was cracked off. It broke my heart. Oh, wow. That's sad. Cause like, yeah, yeah those are, who knows how many, it's a lot of this stuff is not documented on the internet of what exists. Like, and right. I think we didn't talk about this earlier, but well, the only thing that that I was uh, upset about from your defunct land interview was that you said you would be OK if the country bears closed forever. Um, <laughs> everything else. Okay, honest, well, honestly, if pirates closed, I would be upset, but I wouldn't be that upset uh, if country bears closed. I would like pick it, I think, outside. Um, country but, bears, I'm cool with because like what's going to take its place? Just, you know, it's so small. But, right, right. You're, you're throwing. But why me can't they, why, why can't they they fix like the clicking noises? Mm, good question. Or is why that part of the why chart? Do you like that, Mike? Would you be upset if there was no uh, more clicking? No. Well, you know what? This will be interesting because when you finally go to Tokyo, they have the country bears in Tokyo, but the animatronics are much newer and cleaner looking. So right. there's not the clicking. There's not there's not a rundown feeling. Also, the audience is happy to be there as opposed to in Orlando. <laughs> Where they seem like they're like, okay, this will get us out of the hot sun for a while. Um, but uh, like, I, I did one of those after hours events a couple months ago. Yeah. And there was not one person 
in the Country Bridge Jamboree. The poor guy outside, the poor cast member was like waving people in, but nobody wanted to come in to see the show. Oh, he was like heart. a sign spinner, like desperately trying yeah, to. Yeah, I, I, felt, I felt really bad. Jeez. Um, yeah. So, so like for the country bears, like, would you still collect country bear toys? Like, do you still like the characters, even though you find the ride a little run down? Yeah. Like for instance, if Funko made country bear pops, I'd get them in a, in a heartbeat. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. Yeah. So you like the, just, you wanted newer, hipper country bears. Just updated a little updated. bit. Updated. You okay. know what I'm saying? Like, I hear you. I'm not saying, you're, I'm not saying you have to make a whole new show, but like, Get rid of that clicking, like make sure everything's working properly. <laughs> no, I I don't disagree with that. Certainly. You're, you're not taking it out. You just want to add oil. Yeah, just fix it up a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. Um, Wait, I have a question, which is, I'm confused by the difference between you're into Funko, but you're not into Vinylmation. Uh, uh, how, wh- what's, how, do you, how do you explain that that difference? Why, is, why does Funko work and not Vinylmation for you? Well, like like the vinyl mation, they're all like the Mickey head, which I don't like, first of all. Mm-hmm. And oh, about yeah, like the yeah, Funko like Pops, stuff. no, no, no. The Funko Pops would what really well when I first realized what they were. Like, I'm a big Ghostbuster collector, so I found these Ghostbuster toys, which happen to be Funko Pops. I'm like, oh, these are pretty cool. Let me look up, you know, like who makes these, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, this company makes Star Wars and they make Ninja Turtles, and it turns out they make everything. This was like five years ago. Now they really make everything. And everything that you like, you can collect, and it's all as one. You know, it's all as one line. It's not like you have, like, your Ninja Turtle action figure and your Ghostbuster one's a little bit taller or a little skinnier. You know, it's everything is uniform, and I love that. Oh, sure. Gotcha, gotcha. Were you a fan of that? Did you get to do that Ghostbusters uh, show in uh, in Orlando when you were a kid? Oh, I loved it. Ghostbusters is my, my absolute favorite movie of all time, and I love that show. And I still think if you watch, like, the YouTube video of the show, I, I still think it holds up. Potentially better than what that's been a weird spot with Twister and, and Jimmy Fallon. Like they might oh, they, uh, might not be crazy to uh, to say maybe they should have left uh, Ghostbusters uh, as is or kept plussing it up. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Fallon sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, as as you know, our our Jimmy not Fallon the person, policy. Not the person. Not the person. No, no, no. Ryan. That's exactly our Jimmy Fallon policy is because politically, as we work in the comedy world, we feel as though we should not say. That ride is odd and dumb and bad and relies on the same universal tricks that they use on every ride. We don't say right. that. Right. Um, I, I hate it. I, 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 that's, I refuse to do it. That's I, I know I have, I have, I have to say. Uh, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you have less to lose. So, uh, uh, yeah. yes, please, please, say, please say it. Um, all right. So, Matt, usually to, to wrap up, sometimes when we're doing, like, a specific ride, we'll ask the guest what they think on a scale of... Should we keep a ride at same as is? Should we plus it up or should we burn it to the ground? But since we didn't do a specific okay. one, I was thinking we could do a lightning round with Magic Kingdom rides with you. Yeah. And okay. just we're going to rip through them. So there's three choices for all the. So I'll just list the Magic Kingdom rides and you will basically just say keep as is, plus it up or burn it to the ground for insurance money. And you can shorten all of those. So there's three choices. Okay. So, so we got the game. I got it. So I'm just going to rip through all the attractions at Walt Disney World's Magic Kingdom. Astro Orbiter. So are you gonna... <laughs> Wait, sorry. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> all right, burn it to the ground. Got it. Okay. Uh, the Barnstormer. Burn it to the ground. Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Uh, keep it as, yeah, you know what? Spice it up a little bit. Okay, plus it up. Plus, sure, yes. l- plus it up, plus it up, plus uh, it up. But I still Light- like it. I still like it a lot. I hear you. Uh, Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin. 
uh, maybe pl- I plus it up a little bit. It's still cool, but I think it needs some updating. Okay, I agree. Uh, Casey Jr. Splash and Soak Station. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I don't either. <laughs> uh, Keep moving. Uh, uh, pass, pass. Country Bear Jamboree. Uh, plus it up. Okay, Dumbo the Flying Elephant. Keep it as is. Okay. Uh, the Hall of Presidents. Birds of the ground. <laughs> Those are fighting where people are going to come after you on Twitter now. Uh, Haunted Mansion. Plus it up just a little bit. Okay. Uh, it's a small world. Let me just, let me backtrack for a second. Okay, sure. <laughs> for Haunted Mansion. So like when they added all like the, um, like the animated faces on like a lot of the characters and stuff like that, the tombstone, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like so like 2000-ish bad CGI. Right, you know, like they need to, they need to fix it up a little bit. It looks dated. A dicey time it's for a, theme parks. It, I, no theme park should have done anything in the early two thousands because it's all it's all bad now. Anything that was right, done in that era, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm not crazy, right? No, no, we get we it, hear it, you. It, it doesn't age. Nineties CGI is better than two thousand CGI. Right, right. Yeah. Okay, continue. Okay, uh, Jungle Cruise. Oh boy, uh, plus it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, mad tea party, uh, this, the uh, teacups. I'll just keep it. Sure. Hey, wait, Jungle Cruise, are you into, there's rumors of like the rock is on the ride. Is that a good idea or a bad idea to you? I, I mean, I, I just did Jungle Cruise the other night and I, I, trust me, I love like the skippers and I love like the jokes and I love, but like some of the stuff is just so like the animatronics are so old and oh man, but I get it. It's a classic. It's a classic. So if they're going to plus it up a little bit, I'd be I'd be interested in seeing what they did. Some, yeah. some like maybe, scary animatronics. Like they actually seem like they're lunging at you or there's there's threats in the jungle. Well, I mean, I, I did it the other, it was at night, but like you could barely see anything in the dark. I think they just need to like add better lighting they, or they can fix it. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with that. Yeah, no, I'm on board with this, all these opinions thus far. Um, yeah. All right, back to the game. Uh, many Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Uh, keep it. All right, we're mm-hmm. at the M's. I'm going to go put on a cup of coffee. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there's only a few left. I hope there's not a lot of Z's. Uh, <laughs> uh, Mickey's Philharmagic. I haven't seen it in a while, but I can only assume that it is outdated. So plus it up or burn it to the ground. Mm, I'll say I, I'll trust your judgment on that. I'm going to say plus it up, but the screen is so dim. Like, come on, like brighten the screen up for that 3D. It hurts the eyes if it's not that bright. That's me, though. Uh, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. I just did it the other night. Amazing. Really? What? <laughs> I've never. What? Done, I don't know anything. I've never heard like a strong opinion People either way. People say that this that one's bad. I don't think I've done it in a long time. I feel like- I, I've done it twice in my life, and like I, I did it once, and I I really really liked it, wow. and I did it again like two nights ago. It's amazing it's wow. so good keep as is whoa listeners have is. told us to like you got to reconsider monsters and glaive all right we so. got to reconsider then uh peter yeah, pan they're doing like real like real jokes and like they interact with the audience and mm. it's great you didn't mm. get like roasted by a monster did you it, it, no i did not but now i know where to sit to get right i realize they're only picking people like in the middle like so i gotta i gotta pick a better seat wow gotcha. good tip um all right peter pan uh, keep it. It's a classic. Sure. Uh, pirates. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I see. Ooh. I'm not, I'm not, I would never say burn it down. 
Maybe maybe plus it up a little bit. Okay, sure. Uh, seven. Hey, maybe, maybe you guys maybe you guys can help me with this. Sure. Everyone know there's a lot of people. that was like, oh, the story of pirates is this. The story of pirates is that. I've been on that ride probably 50 times my like throughout my life. I don't know what's going on. What's the story here? Okay, so here's they've done a thing at Disneyland recently. They took out the mist and that bad like projection on the mist to tie right. in with the pirates. And they've done a really interesting thing. I feel like they've put a little. Uh, it's stationary, but it's like a skeleton slash hum- like man. So when you're going through the skeleton part with all the pirates have their riches, you go by this like figure and it first looks like it's a skeleton. But as you go, like it kind of turns into a man and then you're out in the place with the ships and shooting cannonballs at each other. So I feel like it's trying to transition and say, hey, look at all these pirates. Look what they look what they did and look what they stole and they all died just like, you know, scared or like worried that their treasure was going to get taken. Now we'll see what they were like in the hit and like back in time. This is what started all of this. So it's not like a very strong story, but they're trying to like paint a picture of like we're going back in time. And it's much clearer now, I feel like, at Disneyland than it is at Disney World. Okay, then I'll have to check it out. Next time. <laughs> that, that covers it. <laughs> I mean, also, though, there's just, like, pirates, and they're hammered, and they're chasing women and burning a city down. The city, this, the right. story isn't, like, so strong. But I don't know. Uh, they're, they're, and then they just put Johnny, Je- Johnny Depp in there whenever they could, right? Well, yeah, and then they, I think they fucked up the story, probably, by adding Captain Jack Sparrow. <laughs> yeah. Because now it doesn't really make any sense. Well, because th- th- that's what Disneyland, they took, got rid of the mist, because I think they, they were trying to get rid of some of the movie stuff. I don't know. So, I never saw the movie, so. No. Well, Jack Sparrow's in a bucket, and then he's leaning out from behind a post, and then he has right. all the world's treasure. Very clear story. <laughs> it is funny that there are, like, all of these animatronics concerned with plundering and pillaging, and then there's, like, two next to Johnny Depp who are like, I'm concerned about Captain Jack Sparrow. Only some of the characters. Only know some of the characters. Who he is? Yeah, yeah. he hasn't. Right. Gone, he hasn't met everybody in town yet. Right. <laughs> He's working his way around. That's yeah. Uh, all right, back to the game. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Oh, keep it as is. I love it. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Uh, Space Mountain. Oh, man, I, I wish it was the Disneyland one is way better. So I wish it would spice it up a little bit. Okay, plus it up. Splash Mountain. Plus it up. Uh, maybe just clean up the animatronics a little bit, so plus it up. Okay. Uh, Swiss Family Treehouse. Oh, God, get rid of it. Burn it to the ground. <laughs> uh, Tomorrowland Speedway. Burn it to the ground. Oh, oh yeah. man. Uh, and how what, a, what a space waster. Yeah, exactly. Yes, love this. I'm very curious about this one. Uh, Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. I love it. Keep it. Oh, All nice. Right. Nice. Good answer. Uh, a journey of the Little Mermaid. Love it. Keep it. Carousel progress. Burn it. Get out of here. Uh, oh, finally, you lost me. Uh, tiki room. Uh, you know what? I don't think I've done in either park, so I don't know. Okay. Mm, I just know it's a lot of clicking birds. And then uh, the last thing I'll ask, uh, Liberty Square Riverboat. You ever uh, been on a riverboat? I've never, I've never done it. Mm, so Okay. Seems silly to burn the boat. That seems. Yeah, that, uh, you, can, you can keep rash. it. It looks nice. It looks nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can keep it there. It's not. It's not hurting anybody. Hey, how about yeah. in advance? Uh, uh, the the Tron coaster. Oh man, I don't know. We'll oh really? See. Skeptical. I'm not super excited about a ride 
that's already somewhere else, so it's already outdated about a movie I've never seen that's not popular in the United States. Uh, that's, that's a that's a film with the like the 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 plot is even thinner than the ride Pirates of the Caribbean. I don't think you need to know the story <laughs> of Tron. Uh, it's pretty lights. It's neon. It looks cool to me. Yeah, it looks cool. I think it'll be great. I, I think you'll dig it. I think it. But that train's well, like, getting shut down for a while because uh, uh, of the coasters. So no uh, no train rides for you in the near future. Well, I mean, listen, the train ride's boring. First of all, so <laughs> the one at Disneyland, at least there's stuff to look at. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but like this Tron, this this ghost is coming in. It, like I said, it's going to be outdated already. While Universal is building this like state of the art univer- uh, Harry Potter coaster, it's going to blow it away. Mm, I probably, I don't know. We'll see. I think there's going to be more robots on the Harry Potter one, so I, I it will have an Oof. edge maybe in that area. That's better. So I guess you probably are onto something there. But I think you're underestimating Tron. The, the have you watched the ride through video of it though? It looks I, great. I, I'm not saying it's not good. I'm just saying by the time it gets here, like I think it'll be a little outdated. Hmm. Well, we'll see. Yeah, uh, we. Will I mean, see. even if it was in the park today, it's an old ride. It's already a couple years old. Well, but maybe it's a newer version. We don't know. We don't know if they've well, updated it for. We don't know what they've. Supposedly that Ratatouille ride going in Epcot is going to be like a slightly newer version of the one that's in Paris. So Ooh. who knows? I hope so. All right. We we'll want see. Tron in California, and we want Autopia gone. We want maybe submarines go. Whatever it takes. We're, oh, we're submarines like, got to go. Yeah, yeah love it. Go. We are on the same page. Totally agree. Maybe easier for, uh, you know, uh, uh, people in their 30s to say, but I don't know what kids are that into the submarine or the Autopia. I mean, I I love Nemo, but that's it sucks. That submarine Mm. thing is the worst. It just takes up so so much time. You're so crammed in there. Oh, forget it. Yeah, forget it. Burn it to the ground. All right. Well, (laughs) uh, with that, uh, Matt Cordona, Zach Ryder, you've survived podcast the ride. Yeah, Uh, I made it. Hey, uh, what plug away your podcast? Anything else you want to talk about? You guys are doing a toy drive, I believe, for the holidays. Oh yeah, so uh, we're doing a well. First, the major wrestling figure podcast drops every Friday wherever you get your podcast. Um, we're doing this major wrestling figure toy drive. It actually ends this Tuesday, uh, December eleventh. But you can still order whatever you want, any wrestling toy from RingsideCollectibles.com, and just use the. Oh, I don't even have the address that I need <laughs> to put in here, but it's like this. Okay. You Google it, throw it on Google, the create a pro wrestling address, and they will avoid the shipping. And that's Kurt Hawkins. That's uh, my partner's wrestling school. And we'll just pick up the toys and we'll donate them. So you don't have to, you know, go to the post office or mail anything out. So, yeah, just just listen to the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast on Twitter, at Zach Ryder, Instagram, ZRyder85. I don't know. You'll find me, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to find me, you'll find me. So if I, yeah, if you like if you like toys and you, you're constantly, I feel like like I was looking at your live Instagram story and you were at the parade, I believe, what a couple days ago. Yes, yes. So yeah, if you like theme park content, follow this man, follow all of his accounts. Yeah, and, and I'd, I'd just like to say, having talked to you for a bit, I'm so the fact that I don't know what you will end up doing tomorrow, but if in fact you go to a hot topic to get an Oliver and Company toy, and then you Shirt. could potentially go to. The, uh, the world's largest McDonald's or that toy warehouse that Jason <laughs> talked about. And then you could go to Disney Springs. You could go to the boathouse. You could hit 
all the parks in a day, uh, just Ubering all the way. Uh, you've made me very jealous of your lifestyle, of the, the possible day you could wake up and have tomorrow. And I, I just want to say God, Godspeed and enjoy that Orlando life. <laughs> uh, thank you very much. And you, know what? You're, you guys are the kind of guys I would love to do like uh, a park day with because when I go, I'm always like the tour guide. I'm always the guy dropping knowledge on people. I would love to, be, to follow someone around and follow their schedule and have someone point things out to me, you know? Sure. Well, so maybe, yeah. one day we'll, we'll, maybe one day we'll do that. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. We'll, we'll go out here. Yeah, we'll we'll go to Carthay Circle Lounge. We'll do the we'll do oh, all of it. Best. You got to get one of those, uh, like the, you ever get the, like the rainbow shot at the Carthay Circle? I have not done the shot. I've done the Mickey's Fun Wheel drink at the Cove Bar, but that's not a shot, but it is like a big rainbow drink. But I think you're talking about something different. It's like uh, it's like a row of shots, and it's like all different colors of like the rainbow. Ooh, okay. Wow, well, I got. I will extreme. do that. This is my dream. I'm the rainbow drink guy of the three of us. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know exactly what it's called, but I've gotten it at the Carthay Circle uh, a couple times. Yeah. Okay. I got to do that. Yeah. I had the transformer at the Sheridan Bar at Universal, which is multicolored. So anytime it's multicolored, I'm in. So we will. You'll come out here, and we will all do multicolored shots at Carthay. I Circle. love it. Uh, Incredible. Great. Um, so, awesome. yeah, thank you again for doing this. And uh, oh, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we'll see you. We'll, we'll see you later. We'll see you out here, I guess, in we'll, Anaheim. We'll dr- All right. Drink yeah. around the rainbow. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. See thanks. You. All right. Thank you. Bye. Okay. And there you have it. Zach mm-hmm. Ryder. Uh, that, was, that was blessed. Not as controversial, really, as we were. Like, he really no. falls in line more. He's just, honestly, he really, all it comes down to is that it's like, he wants the robots to be new and fresh, and he wants the park to be, up like, a lot more upkeep. And, and they, how can disagree with that? Yeah, I mean, they do let Orlando, you know, it takes a while to for stuff to change there. Because yeah. the majority of people are going maybe every year, every other year, every 10 years. So, like, eh, you can let it go a little longer. So- just oil Big Al Snout a little more is what basically yeah. we're getting to, which Jason wouldn't mind Big Al Snout when I bring that up. Oh, sure. No, he's big boy. <laughs> big oil it as much boy. as you want. Oil that snout up. <laughs> That's weird. Um, uh, so for oil that snout up uh, t-shirts, <laughs> go to our tea public uh, for more info on us and the podcast. Go to uh, our, our Twitter at Podcast The Ride, our Instagram. Uh, uh, check out our Facebook group. Uh, visit Podcast The Ride, the second gate at patreon.com slash podcast the ride. Um, what else? Uh, uh, and yeah, check out uh, check out Zach's stuff. Uh, mm, oil that snout. As well, oil that snout. Hashtag oil that snout. Bye. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Mike Carlson, Jason Sheridan, Scott Gardner, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.